Section One of the Wavy Tailed Warrior. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Wavy Tailed Warrior by John Breck. Stripes turns a trick on Tad Coon scritch scratch scritch scratch went a noise in the woods not very far away from the pond where dr muskrat was telling a story to nibble rabbit and striped skunk nibble's ears flew up the doctor got ready to dive stripes hunched himself up and peered anxiously over the shoulder because the sound came from the only direction where he knew of a hole to hide in the willows where he first lived were over on the far side of the pond and stripe simply hates to swim his tail gets all soggy so it's just as if you tried swimming with all your clothes on scritch rip went the noise patter 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 came footsteps of somebody running then nibble laughed oh it's only old tad coon he said he's in kind of a hurry but when tad coon came out into the grassy space between the trees and the sand he was just strolling along as dignified as a duck in a puddle morning dr muskrat he said politely hello nibble who's the visitor he knew all the time but he was just pretending to see what stripes would do this is striped skunk said nibble he wants to stay here and clean up the potato bugs for tommy peel he does does he tad straddled his hind legs wide apart and sat back to stare at him in a most insulting way well i hope you've warned all the birds he's the fellow who can keep their nests cleaned up for them that made stripes pretty angry he turned halfway round and stamped his feet you're mighty worried about them all of a sudden he snarled but i notice when the folks found these little dead chicks they knew who to lay it to and i notice you were the one who killed them growled tad with a crooked smile that showed all his teeth he was getting ready to fight about it but wise old dr muskrat just drawled in a sleepy soothing voice as the grubby carp fish said to the snapping turtle my but your nose is muddy that set nibble rabbit to giggling hadn't i better call the little owls he asked then you can all throw mud at each other that's mighty funny for you protested tad coon but as long as he stays here that skunk will be getting me into trouble no i won't i did it in the first place because i was jealous you could stay here and i couldn't but if i can stay too i won't have anything to be jealous about 
will I? One thing about stripes, he always tells the truth, you know. That's so, agreed Tad. I'll think about it. Then he smiled the smile he has when he thinks about a joke. Say, Stripes, do you like honey? I know where there is some. Like honey? You ought to have seen Stripes' little pink tongue hang out at the very idea. Dr. Muskrat, whispered Nibble, when Tad and Stripes marched off, tail to tail, as companionable as though they'd never thought of fighting. I've guessed Tad's joke. He's got those bees all angry. That was why he was running before he saw us. Now he's going to set them on Stripes' skunk and have them chase him away just as he set the striped buzzers with hot tails, paper wasps he meant, on Trailer the Hound. Hadn't I better warn him? Now, don't you go meddling, Nibble, the doctor answered. Those two will have to settle their own troubles. If Watch the Dog is an executioner of these woods and fields, never are you their hen to brood over them. You're getting as bad as Jenny Wren in nesting season. He said that because Jenny Wren is the fussiest thing in feathers, and she's always scolding other people for not doing what she thinks is the proper way to do things. She nearly drives the meadowlarks wild by saying, I told you so. Every time someone finds their eggs that they hide in the long grass, just because she can't make them take to nesting, in her little squinchy dark knot holes just the same nibble insisted i'm going to see what they're doing and off he hopped but he didn't hop so very far for the bees had hung up their shelves upon shelves of little wax honey bottles in the upper limb of the oak that was blown down in the terrible storm tad coon had clawed off all the bark around their hole trying to reach his handy paw into it but he wasn't going near it now oh no he had one taste of their stings and now the hive had sent out a swarm of fighting bees to stand guard they were hanging in a noisy black cloud just above it up went striped skunk balancing on the wide branch as nicely as you please and he walked right into the middle of them. And then you should have heard them. They were fairly shrieking their sting song. Sting, sting, buzz a valiant wing. With fatal thrust, defend our trust. Let our foes' ears ring with the wing song. The sting song, die singing as you sting and bees always use it to work themselves up when they have a fight on so they'll forget that as soon as they use their stings they'll die oh cried nibble he must be blinded see what you've done with your jokes you careless coon this is worse than the one you played on trailer 
even tad coon was shocked he called stripes stripes come this way follow me if you run through the bush they'll leave you but of course the bees were making such a noise striped skunk couldn't hear what he was saying so he just called back i can't reach in here my paw's too fat but i have another idea down he came they could see him battling at the bees with his paddy paws until he popped into the big hollow in the oak's trunk end of section one